just going to keep telling the listeners that we love them every few episodes. <laughs> That's fine. It's, it's fine. I have no problem with it. I'm ready when you are. I am also a ready man. Hey, welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich, and I, I love you. And, and I'm Piers Ray. Do you love... Just marking my voice here, Eric, just trying to get the show started. Um, so this is a, this is a podcast about uh, pitching podcasts to each other. Uh, we, t- we each pitch one. Yes, thank we you. We take turns, mm-hmm. and uh, we sort of go into a little bit of what the podcast would be if we, you know, if we were doing such a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the specifics of it, and then at the end, we, we vote and try to decide if either of these podcasts Absolutely. is going to be our new podcast. Absolutely. If we ever agree, then we have to quit this podcast forever. And do that podcast instead. Absolutely. There's no coming back. That's right. I mean, we started a whole micronation. Right, but that's separate from the... Even if we do a different podcast, we're still going to be running podcast versus podcast. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I wanted to ask you about that. Because I was up all night last night just stressing. (laughs) I'd have called you, but we don't have cell service out here. No. Um, You ready for my pitch? I can't wait. I'm bated breath, buddy. It is called... Pick the fake fic. Pick the fake fic. Pick the fake fic. What I've done is I went to fanfiction.net. And then I picked uh, out of, for each category, for each franchise, I found two real fanfiction and then I made up a fake one. Pick the fake fake. So that's basically how it worked, except that we would be taking turns. Yeah, that's a, lot, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I really, really like that idea. That's one of the best ideas you've pitched. Mm. Wonderful. Uh, for those new to the show, it's uh, always great to hear Eric bring back his classic Pick the Fake Fic pitch, mm-hmm. which is, uh, this is what, uh, this 21st time that you've 21st time I've pitched this one, And yeah. it will probably be the 21st time that this idea is not selected. Well, I'm going to be voting for it, so okay. if, if, as long as all we need to do for this one to be selected is for you to vote for it as well. So here are your choices. You got Pitch Perfect mm-hmm. or Super Smash Brothers. Well, we both know that I'm never going to pitch, pitch, pick Pitch Perfect. Okay. You're not going to pitch it either. <laughs> Maybe I will. Okay. I'm going to pick Smash Brothers because I don't... I, I don't know. I still don't know what P- P- Pitch Perfect is. I've told you multiple times what it is. Yeah, it's like a singing show. Something movie. About singing. It's a yeah. It's a it's a movie about an acapella group. It interests me so little that I have. N- I, you I, should watch it. It's it, not that bad. Everything you tell me about it just flutters out of my head. It's pretty good. Hey, you know what was a pretty good it's movie funny. that I finally watched? What's that? Four Lions. Oh, I watched that movie too. It's amazing. It's okay. I thought it was a really good movie. It's not, yeah, it's not bad. Humanizes those suicide bombers. Humanizes the hell out of them. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Maybe you are. You're probably thinking of Babar. I'm there probably thinking of Babar, there yeah. There's a line in that. Yeah. Uh, so here here are the, the, the fix. Okay. Two of them are fake. One of them is not. Sights and sounds and thoughts of you. Mm. Sorry, one of them is fake. Two of them are not. How many of these? <laughs> I fucked it up. It's okay. I I I, I remember. Yeah. Um, how many of these are about the relationship between Samus and Little Mac? I will not reveal that until you fine, get to it. Fine. Okay. Sights and sounds and thoughts of you. It's funny, isn't it? When he was around, Fox couldn't stand Wolf's constant br- braggadocio and arrogance. But now, despite the dozens of occupants, the Smash Mansion... Seems so empty, so cold. 
What will Fox do to get him back? How far will he go for Fox? For Wolf, sorry. What will Fox do to get him back? How far will he go for Wolf? Okay, that was the first one. Uh, before we move on, do you remember any of Wolf's quotes from Star Fox 64? Um, I remember. Nice try, Fox. I can't lose. <laughs> That's probably more accurate than mine. <laughs> no, you were, yours was dead on. He definitely does say that. Every time he shows up, he says something dickish, and then he's sad when you when you beat the level. No! Okay, here's the second one. Okay. When I needed you most. When the Smashers moved mansions a few years ago, Ness lost some of his close friends. He made new ones, of course, but it still wasn't quite the same. Things eventually got hard for him, so Ness tried to find a way... So Ness tries to find a way to rid himself of loneliness. That's so... Ness is the character I would put, like, no personality onto. I haven't played Earthbound. You should really play... You should really play Earthbound. I know. I know I should. You I would really like Earthbound, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. I've wanted to my whole life. I just never had access to a system. I don't want to play it on an emulator, is the thing. Okay. You know well, I mean? I want to then you're never going to play it because it sells for like $300 and or something. You're never ever going to play it. I guess I could just get a controller and play it on an emulator. And you could. Good. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard. Or you could get a Wii U because you can buy it on Wii U. Oh, that See, that would be the best way to do it. As soon as I have money for first, number one, a television, yeah. which I do not have, then money again. Your roommate has a television. Yeah. Doesn't he? But I don't like to use it. I feel like I owe him something. Oh, I see. But number two, I would need money for a Wii U. I'll put right. that on the list later. And then, of course, the $300 to buy a digital copy of Earthbound. <laughs> okay. Here's the third one. <laughs> All right. Inspecting the Smash Mansion. That's the title? Yeah. What happens when the Smashers each have a few minutes to try to get their rooms in order for impromptu inspections? That's a great... That is a great premise. Is it? I would love to read that bit of fan fiction. Okay. Well, if it's if it's if it's one of the real ones, I'll link you to it. Okay, I'm voting for that one. You wrote it. No, I didn't write that one. That's okay, a real one. I'm I'm gonna, I, that was it. a joke vote. That was okay. a joke vote. What's what's uh, the my, one you're my, real voting? My real vote is for uh, Star Wolf. Yeah, that was mine. Sights and sounds and thoughts of you. <laughs> that title. Sights and sounds and thoughts of you. What does it mean? Would you like to Would you like to tell us a little? By the way, this is uh, it's rare that I, I win. Around. Yeah. I, it's I'm, rare that you legitimately win. <laughs> it's rarer that I legitimately win. I guess it's just rare that I win. Um, I would not like to tell you what, what it means because I don't know what it means. It just sounded like something a fanfic writer would write. It does. It sounds like <laughs> like fake, <laughs> full of fake meaning. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's, I mean, obviously nothing in the synopsis refers to sights and sounds of thoughts of you. It just sounds like something someone, yeah. Someone might put in there. Yeah, it sounds like something that someone would write thinking it meant something deep and profound and not realizing that it made them sound like an idiot. <laughs> but you saw right through it. I only picked it because it had Star Wolf in it. And I thought, I bet Eric knows a lot about Star Wolf. I know more about Ness than Star Wolf. That would never have occurred to me. You didn't know that I don't, that I like Earthbound so much? No, I, like, I know you like Earthbound. I didn't know you like Ness so much. <laughs> okay. Weird little kid with his yo-yo. I mean, he's the main character bat. of Earthbound. Yeah, that doesn't mean you like him. I Cloud guess is the main character of FF7, and I'm not... You're not a big fan? Uh, he's he's good. He's a good hero. It's just he's compared to the people he surrounds himself with. Yeah. 
Kate Sith. <laughs> Kate Sith, which is historically one of the least liked characters in Final Fantasy VII. More so than Red Thirteen? Yeah. That's crazy. Is it just because his ultimate is so unpredictable? Maybe. Maybe it's because he's also like a he's toy. He's also a traitor. He's also, well, he's a traitor. He's a he's a double traitor because he's working for Shinra. But he's also, he is working against Shinra at the same time. Yeah, eventually he turns, but I turns thought back and saves you. He, he's, as soon as you find out that it's it's Reeve, is it? Yeah, it's Reeve. Once you find out Reeve is controlling Kate Sith, like as soon as they're showing those elements of the storyline, you can already tell he doesn't, he's not comfortable. Everyone there is kind of treating yeah. him like shit. And he doesn't seem to be 100% on board with the Shinra mission of just fuck everything up. Yeah, destroy the earth is what they want to do. Yeah, not a great, yeah. I, they're pretty cartoonish. Ugh. I almost picked Final Fantasy VII for uh, for the pick the fake fix as I was writing them on the bus on the oh, way here. Oh, that would have been so good. Maybe hey, maybe maybe pick the fake fix twenty two. You'll get to do Final hey, Fantasy VII. I hope so, and I hope that you uh, I hope that you take Pitch Perfect as an option. Yeah, what about it? And throw it in the trash. No, it's the very first one that I that I put together. Yeah, but we both know I'm never going to pick it. You but might though. Here's the thing: you have to keep giving me a choice. Yeah. I don't have but to, but I, have I will. said, well, if you don't, it's going to ruin the whole game. Yeah, okay. Right. It's part of the game setup is that people have a choice about what fix to pick. Yeah. If you, you would have to back me into a corner. Like you would have to. And I will. What could, what, what could you possibly write fan fiction about that I would, well, I guess maybe like those flowers in the attic books with all the incest. If you wrote a bunch of like, inc- you know what? I would still pick the incest fan fiction. <laughs> I will get you to pick... Because those kids didn't have a choice. They're the only people in the attic. Okay, I don't know what the hell you're talking about you right not, now. Do you not know the series? It's like a series of Southern Gothic novels. Flowers in the Attic is the most well-known one. Uh, I forget the name of the author. Authoress. <laughs> <laughs> Authoretta. Authoretta. Um, but it's uh, it's about these kids whose... Their family locks these four or five kids in the in the attic and... Uh, and they fuck? I think a couple of them begin to fall in love, let us say. Okay. There's some passion How long there. are they in the attic for? Years. Years and years and years. How old are years the kids? Years and years and years. They get older. Okay. <laughs> I think, like, they're teens when they start fucking, if that's what you're asking. They're not, like, eight. Uh, it's not, like, an it scenario. Yeah, you know, where all those eight-year-olds <laughs> fuck that giant spider? <laughs> With the headlights? The deadlights. The deadlights. So sorry. The deadlights. Excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, what's your what's your pitch? That spider. My pitch is called General Piers Ray, a self portrait. Okay. So, detail recounting for the sake of podcast versus podcast land history of my many victories as a military leader here, as I led our forces to repel pirates and enslave the remaining oil workers. Mm-hmm. All right. So I was just thinking, like, we would just. Uh, Kind of do a Ken Burns type thing, uh, bring in a narrator to describe yeah, totally. it. Totally. On the spot interviews with people who were at the scene. Uh, of course, we could also treat it a little bit like uh, Edie Amin's uh, d- documentary. I'm taking a lot of inspiration from, from General Edie Amin. He's a big hero of mine. Right. Really respect right. that he eats his opponents. Really respect that he's not afraid of crocodiles. Yeah. Uh, which which I am. Yeah. Well, we both are. That's why I'm inspired by him. Okay. Right? Um, really like that he declared himself the king of a country that he wasn't in, which I think we should do. Okay. I think we could be the kings of Canada. Just quick. Just let me just. We're kings of Canada. 
We're co-kings of Canada. Continue with your pitch. That easy. Yeah. Leave us two kings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so let's 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 think. What are some good things I've done here? Um, I got us our first conscript army when we first airlifted slash Carmen San Diego, the Vancouver Public Library, yeah, downtown branch, the big one, onto this oil rig. I'm the one who said, "Hey, if we need." an army to take those other oil rigs, why don't we just throw some shot collars on some of the people who are inside? And I think that that was an incredible idea. And it works like a charm. Like a charm. Yeah. They got over there and they, I mean, they weren't happy about it, but they've... They weren't enthused. If people can adapt to cubicles, if you and me can adapt to this 5 by 5 tiny Whoa. little cell that we recorded... It's not even 5 by 5 dog. It's like 4 by 5 This... Honestly, recording in this booth, it's like there's an electric shock collar on my whole body and my mind. Ugh. And my mind. Um, I quelled we I quelled that lunchroom rebellion. Yeah, where, yeah, you did that for sure. Where those uh, we surprised the oil rig workers at lunch. Uh, they were armed with sharp trays. They were armed with hot coffee. But uh, Eric and I, we overcame them with nothing more than bullets. <laughs> bullets and pride. And they don't get lunch anymore. They do. They lost that privilege. It. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. And I mean, I, I don't like mean to say that, that you haven't done any... I guess what I'm saying is I don't want to take anything away from you. You've done a lot here as well. You're our admiral. You're our admirable admiral. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I feel like that's a whole other show. It's No, it's a totally different show. And there's a lot less um, military strategy that goes into my half. What about of the, the, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's not, not 0%. The pirates... Yeah, well, the, Those yeah. damn pirates circling our island all the time. I mean, so when you took the north and I was left with the south, like, <clears throat> I, thought, I, I thought I took the south. I get all turned around out here because I don't have a compass. <laughs> I can't really tell which way is north. And that's north. what I bring to the mil- to the strategic table is I know how to read a compass. Do you have a compass? Yeah. I know, I know how to read a compass, Eric. The N means south, not this way. <laughs> yeah. And the E means easy to confuse this with West, but it's not. <laughs> and West is, while you're at it, why not look the opposite direction? That's where East is. <laughs> what does S mean? What does S mean? Uh, <laughs> S means... Shut so. up, this ain't North. This goes, so, you found the South. Now why don't you go up between W and N, and uh, that'll be another direction up there. Go check that out. It's a bit of a run-on sentence. I don't like to go S. It's, I do not so, like to go S. So that's why I took the south. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I I was just building... I was basically standing on the shoulders of giants at that point. Because, you know, I was building on your strategy earlier when you Carmen San Diego the Vancouver Library. I was like, well, why don't I just Carmen San Diego some bombs and drop some bombs on them? On the pirates? Yeah, from this helicopter. Did... <laughs> I always forget. You call yourself an admirable. <laughs> an admiral. An admirable. Yeah. But you're really in charge of the Air Force since you've got all those helicopters you keep hide squirreling away, yeah. hiding away down there. Um, admir- I'm so sorry that I dropped that pen. I can tell it really upset you. No, it didn't. I'm fine with it. Okay, okay. You, you. Uh, some might say you Carmen Sandiego that pen. What, by dropping it? Yeah. 
That's not you, what. Well, no. you took it. No, you took it from where it was, and then you put it somewhere else. Carmen San Diego, and then you left some clues. Specifically applies to stealing a large building or landmark, or a bomb with hell that you drop on no, a pirate. I gotta be honest, Carmen San Diego for all her crimes, never, never engaged in arms dealing, or or murder. No, we don't know that. Yeah, that's a good point. I have no idea what she did with her life. That's right, innocent till proven guilty. Of murder, so I guess so. I guess we do have to assume that she didn't do murder because innocent. It wasn't proven. You know what? That or is a, that, or suspected. That is a Canadian law. Yeah, that's right. Where innocent is she from? Italy. I. She's on our turf now. I think she's American, actually. She's a podcast versus podcastian. I'm granting her citizenship just so we can judge her for this one instance. Okay. Pretty sure you killed someone, Carmen. Nobody steals the Leaning Tower of Pisa without (laughs) emptying a few shells. All right? I'm going to find out who. Yeah, find out who's dead? Yeah. Who's been killed by Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. Man, that's a whole podcast pitch right there. Who in the world is dead by Carmen Sandiego's hand? You know more about Carmen Sandiego than you ever let on. (laughs) All right. uh, Yeah, so you get it. You get it. Just like Pretty much, yeah. We got to start keeping a history around here, making things very clear for people. So that when, you know, our children and our children's children... I'm not going to have children. Especially not with you. Well, I was thinking I might look at some of the citizen-free slaves and see if anyone wants to go out for for lunch or something. Oh, okay, I see. It's weird dating a slave, but they're citizen and they're free slaves. So it's not too weird. It's not not as weird as it could be. I mean, how do other dictators date? We're not dictators. We're autocrats. But we are. How do other autocrats stay? Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think they do. I feel like you have to go outside of your power sphere to find some. Maybe I got to go back to the mainland to find somebody. Back to Canada. I mean, I guess I already am dating someone, but that's in Canada. Yeah. You you need a podcast versus podcast girlfriend. I need a salt wife. Yeah. (laughs) Salt wife. Wait, is that right? Yeah. Rock wife would be the mainland. Salt wife is out here on the ocean. Up in the briny spray. And I don't mean what's coming out of her. (laughs) Whoa. Thank you. What about the cloud wife? Uh, that's for you, friend. Oh, wow. Take someone up in the helicopter. Yeah, there we go. Put, 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 put. And okay. a fire wife. We need a fire wife as well. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Can we get a ghost type wife? Yeah, sure. We got a ghost type wife. Except that ghosts aren't real. I had a wife once that was ghost slash poison type. Yeah. What was her name? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I don't, I don't want to get into that. Is it too close to you? It's... Anyways, I'm voting for mine. Uh, yeah, obviously. I'm voting for mine. I vowed to. Wait, what? You're not going to vote for mine? Yeah, I'm not going to vote for yours. If you want me to vote for yours, you've got to take Pitch Perfect out of the lineup. Well, I won't. So just do Pitch Perfect and it'll be out of the lineup. Once again, we are at an impasse. Very an good. An impasse. He meant impasse. No, I meant impasse. Much like I say, pasta or aunt. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast, everybody out there. Those of you who aren't forced to. If uh, you're not doing anything right now, why don't you go on, open up iTunes, and leave us a little five-star review. Let the world know that... Uh, that you love our podcast. Because we love you. And I love you, too. Say that to me or the audience? Everybody. Okay. I love the whole world. Anyways, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.